We are the basement, live from the basement. And it's hot down here. It, it is, is real hot down here. So bad today. <laughs> so some uh, old family friends of my dad's named their son's middle name Samson. And my dad, when he met them, was like, what kind of middle name is that? And they're like, after Samson in the Bible. And he goes, it's Samson. And he goes, no, it's Samson. And so my dad opened up the Bible and showed him <laughs> that there is no P in that name. Well, and the guy was ashamed. That's really unfortunate. <laughs> that that was just it was. Middle Poor name guy. for like your entire life. Well, I don't know if they changed it. But <laughs> let's say they, they did. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, guys. So today we're going to talk to you guys about... Lent and how lit mm-hmm. Lent is. Uh, my name is Haley Gibson. I'm the managing editor. My name is Emma, and I'm the editorial editor. And I'm Kaylee, and I'm the lifestyle editor. You guys make me feel like I should not say my last name. You know what? Just very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, okay, let's get this thing started. Okay. Do-do-do-do-do! <laughs> So, Kaylee, do you want to start us off um, by giving a definition of Lent and yes. kind of talking about what it means? Yes. Okay. So today we're talking about Lent, and arguably the two most important days in the Christian calendar are Christmas Day and Easter, um, because they mark Christ's birth, death, and resurrection. And most Christians and non-Christians don't just observe Christmas Day, they observe the entire Christmas season. And so um, my question is, why don't we all observe the entire Easter season, which is Lent is part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Lent is basically a preparation for Easter. It's uh, The season begins 40 days before Easter, and it's a time set aside for prayer and fasting, and it's a time meant for honoring the sacrifice of Jesus. Yeah, so, yeah, so it's supposed to be like the 40 days that Jesus mm-hmm. like went into the wilderness. Yeah, in right. Matthew 4. Um, it's So it's marking his time of prayer and fasting before he started his ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what it's modeled after like that's why that's how long it is yeah and i'm not gonna lie dude i literally have never done lent and (laughs) did not know anything about it until we decided that we were going to talk about it and i started looking into it so do you celebrate lent well okay i didn't know about it either until about four years ago when i was going to school in seattle and they celebrated it there um or observed it there yeah um because they like we have charismatic roots, they had Methodist roots, and um, the Methodist tradition traditionally like celebrates Lent. Um, and so I learned about it then, and I was furious that I didn't know about it. Really, <laughs> I I think it's really beautiful and important to understanding the Christian worldview and like why we do what we do, why we celebrate Easter, and um, it's definitely a time of. Just examining your sinful nature and um, our inability to save ourselves. And so we can't truly understand the hope that Christ brings with his resurrection if we don't understand the despair that we were in. And so to me, I'm just like, yeah, that's great. Like, I really want to recognize my brokenness so that I understand that I'm broken and that I need healing. And I feel like you can't come to that conclusion um, as fully unless you're like in that dark place first. Yeah, kind of like almost like four days of Easter is... Like that's you know because yeah, we like, like mourning for most yeah. of them, right? Yeah, but it's yeah. Like Jesus died. Forty yeah. days of of thinking about yeah. this and being this mindset. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like Lent can go many different. Like the word Lent to mm-hmm. me, like all that sounds really really good. Yeah, but the word Lent to me doesn't necessarily make me think of that right away. Yeah, it to uh, me either. Um, and honestly, I couldn't find much on why. It's called Lent. I don't know why. Oh. I don't know if you guys... Did you? Laundry yeah, I Lent did. Tell me, please. Think of so <laughs> it's from <laughs> the Anglo-Saxon Lent. word that means spring, and it's the oh, word is Lenten. Okay. 
and it just evolved, you know, with like the the Anglican Church, and obviously, nice. so here we are. Okay, that's Dang. really cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't either. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, all I know really about Lent is that you put a little ashy cross on your. Yeah. On so your- that is actually because it starts on Ash Wednesday. It was started in one of the churches, um, I believe, in the Catholic Church that they started it on Ash Wednesday, and Ash Wednesday is more recognizing your mortality mm-hmm. um, and your humanness, and mm-hmm. so you, you like the verse that says, "From ashes, you." came and like ashes you will return and so um ash wednesday is the beginning of it because you're starting with like i'm human i can't save myself i'm broken and this is why we need jesus and so there was one um writer as i was like looking up everything about lent um and she said her name's sarah phillips and she said although the nature of suffering is not one that offers itself to easy explanations or pat answers the answers we seek seem to make the most sense in light of the cross There is nothing in the world, no religion, philosophy, or material comfort that offers such a powerful answer to life's toughest questions as the two slabs of wood on which our Savior died. Although I was drawn to Christianity in search of joy, joy, it's the cross that keeps me coming back day after day, year after year. It is this time of year, known as Lent, that I am reminded of what Jesus did for me. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Dang. Yeah. So that's why I like Lent. Because <laughs> I thought that was a great explanation yeah. of it. I just think, yeah, it's like one of those things that I grew up thinking only Catholics did Lent. Mm-hmm. Same. And yeah. I knew Catholic people growing up who like, Lent is life. And I was yeah. like, that's cool for you. Like, you know what I mean? The only religious <laughs> yeah. thing I think I really can attest to as like a non-denominational kind of mm-hmm. growing up is like communion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know what I mean? Um, yeah. Something that I really have thought about since we've been talking about it Mm -hmm. is like that is something that's kind of hard for me when it comes to Lent. It's like, yes, like I want to like get into a place where I'm thinking about like how like I need Jesus yeah, and how like I need to like step back and reevaluate myself and how much I need Jesus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the only again, the only like religious thing I necessarily do is like communion. And like I feel like I do that because it's in the Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't necessarily find a verse about Yeah, it's what. actually not, I mean, that word, um, well, yeah. I don't know if, like, the root of it is found in the Bible, but... Mm-hmm. No, that's um, interesting. Well, it's Anglo-Saxon, so I would highly yeah. doubt it was. Yeah, so, <laughs> um, but Lent, basically, it started, like, the format has changed throughout the years, but it's been part of the Christian tradition since the early church. Mm-hmm. And so it's yeah. it's not really been called Lent or been... Um, observed in all these like very specific regulations before it was just kind of this is the time before we celebrate Christ's um, resurrection that we're just getting ourselves ready like getting our hearts ready for that Mm -hmm. Um, and so as the years went on like they started formatting it differently and giving it specific regulations and like within the Catholic Church especially there's really strict rules on like what fasting Mm -hmm. looks like what prayer is going to look like and so um it's changed a lot, but yeah, in the early church, it was definitely a, a time, but it wasn't really like a set thing yet. Uh-huh. Um, and so it's just kind of formed into this, like we celebrate Lent and it falls during this time. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what is the Christian calendar in spe- like specifically? Well, it starts in November mm-hmm. as opposed to, um, you know, our Gregorian calendar, which starts in January, but it fills up the whole like year. So it yeah. goes from November 27th to November 27th of the following year. And that November 20- 27th um, basically marks the Sunday of Advent for this year. 
But, you know, you're celebrating up until Christmas, like Jesus's birth. And then you go into a time of um, Lent where you're celebrating Jesus's death and it goes throughout the whole year. And some of the um, different denominations will split it up differently than other ones. So um, if you're an Episcopalian, like they will have like normal time is what they call it. And it's probably like a block of like six weeks in the year where it's just like no celebrations, like we're just doing like normal life. Mm -hmm. And then it goes right back into the swing of things. But there are some churches who literally every season has like a specific thing that you're supposed to be celebrating or meditating on. To me, I, I just really like all of that because it's such a good reminder. And I feel like you can Mm -hmm. see throughout, especially the old Testament, how constant we need reminders as humans, um, because like the Israelites just really suck at remembering things. Um, <laughs> but even in the same in the New Testament, because like Paul, if you read through his writings, he's constantly repeating himself and reminding us the reminding us of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, and so I I really like the Christian calendar because I feel like it's a chance for us to act out God's play, basically of like His story of creation. Yeah. And yeah. so for us to continuously be able to um position our hearts toward him and position our hearts toward the story of christ and the story of us um Mm -hmm. i just think it's i don't know i really like it i I think it's important i think that it'd be easy for somebody and i keep talking about it like i'm this person who's like against like religious activity no 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 that's not true i think (laughs) it's like i think there are like a lot of christian groups right now especially full of young people who look at something and they're like oh my gosh this is like catholic or this is like these Italian words yeah. like yeah and yeah. Then i see it and you're like no i do not want to do that but in mm-hmm. reality it's pretty similar to like a bible plan yeah or like it, it, yes like having like i don't know if you guys have ever done like a small group or whatever that like you have like specific things you do yeah or yeah. whatever throughout like a month it's like almost the same thing it's just mm-hmm. it has like more history to it yeah. yeah and to me i feel like it's more unifying in that way if you think yeah. of it like a bible plan yeah because like the entire church is doing it uh-huh. not just the protestant churches or the roman catholic churches yeah. but even eastern orthodox churches mm-hmm. are right. celebrating this calendar yeah. um though we do it in different ways but i think that's the same with like mm-hmm. our denominational differences we worship in mm-hmm. different ways we meet in different ways right but we're all still praising that's one thing that um madeline Langle has commented a few times oh, on in some of her books so um <laughs> not a sponsor <laughs> just a subtle plug <laughs> if you haven't read any madeline Langle in your life Please. other than a wrinkle in time you need to read some of her do biblical commentary and yeah. do that it's phenomenal yes but back to the point so she um just talks about how important she's like she's definitely in a traditional denomination mm-hmm. um and she is very like you know, she's like a very like current modern hit person. Actually, she's dead now, but may she rest in peace. Oh my gosh. But she um just believes in the power of tradition and that's something that I feel like our generation lacks a lot. And Dang. she talks about how by like reading the Book of Common Prayer, even if you're not like a consistent observer of it, and we're not saying that you have to like you should be like following like everything yeah, yeah. knee to knee, but it's really mm-hmm. interesting to be informed about it. But she says in her book, um, I think it's in A Stone for a Pillow, that basically by participating in these traditions, you're taking hands with somebody from 500 years ago, and you're taking hands with somebody like a thousand years (laughs) in the future. Like, it's like, it's just unifying. It's unifying with everybody. Like Kaylee said, it's unifying with everybody who's living right now, Mm -hmm. and it's unifying with people who did it 500 years ago. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. that's good. And I think we attach stigmas to it, Mm -hmm. and we're like, well, this is like, I mean, not like 
not everybody, but what you're saying, like people who are afraid of tradition, like our generation. And right, it's like, yeah. I think we like look at it and we're like, uh, I don't want the chains of being held bound by this. Like, uh-huh. I have to do this this mm-hmm. way. But uh-huh. looking at it like that is like, not only am I sacrificing the things that make me comfortable to be closer to God and right. to observe myself, but I'm yeah. also choosing that I want to not only be a part of my congregation, but a part of history and a part yeah. of the future. Yeah. And it didn't start out as like a, that's one thing too, like, over time, and this happens with every institution, like mm-hmm. over time, like there were different constraints put on it, like based on the needs that were needed for that time and things that the church saw. And even just like selfish motivation right. has changed, like the process of Lent. But it did not start off that way. Yeah. Like nothing, it doesn't, things just don't like start out like that. You yeah. know, it started out with every good intention of like trying to like, like you said, like Mm -hmm. play out, like be a part of like what God is doing and what he's done and remembering all of the amazing things that he did through Jesus's life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's good. So you're not, you don't have to celebrate it the way that everybody else does. Yeah. I I feel like just the, the heart behind it and the Mm -hmm. purpose of it is way more important than the actual, you know, which denomination you're part of as you observe it or whether you, yeah. yeah, whether you observe it at all, um, as, you know, Christian holiday, but I think just getting your heart ready for Easter is just as important as getting your heart ready for Christmas because like without the resurrection, we wouldn't, uh, everything that Jesus did would be purposeless. Like we need the the resurrection. And so to get yourself ready for that moment of remembering it within your own Christian walk, I think is just so, so important. Mm -hmm. It's, It's vital to understanding why you believe what you believe in the first place yeah i think that that there's something to that too that like i remember like three two maybe four years ago but like Mm -hmm. on my walk personally i this sounds really like basic but i remember the first time i realized like you can worship on christmas yeah and like you're not just like singing like christmas carols Mm -hmm. you're like worshiping and i was like holy crud like I have thought this was just like what you do. Yeah. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? And like, it's really interesting to think about Easter in the same way. Cause I think a lot yeah. of us think like Easter, like dresses on Sunday morning mm-hmm. and we Pastels. wake up early. Family meals. And yeah. then we hunt for plastic Easter eggs with yeah. all our younger cousins. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's or like, just by ourselves. <laughs> no shame. But just to think about it in this way that's like, no, like what if it was this honorable thing and for 40 days, everybody we knew together. Yeah. Collectively, like mm-hmm. respectfully and, and like honorly, like, was anticipating the Lord in that. Yeah. How yeah. unifying would that be? How powerful like, would that yeah. be? But Especially I, for young people to do it. Like yeah. It yeah. would totally change, like, everything mm-hmm. about the way we view the world. But I feel like even in that, that's the danger in tradition sometimes, is that, like you said, oh, this is just something that we do. And so I feel like that is why some people would be more hesitant yeah. to want to observe this um just because while well, they've been doing it for thousands of years like it's really easy to just kind of fall into this rhythm of it yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's just very mundane um and so i don't know i just feel like sometimes it's um it's kind of a balance to have of like wanting to be part of tradition um in order to like center yourself but then mm-hmm. also not allowing that to continuously like just be the same thing uh-huh. over and over again i think it's what you said that it's like all in the heart yeah it's like yeah. what is your heart behind observing mm-hmm. Lent? is it to observe tradition or is yeah. it to observe like jesus yeah you know what i mean it's the same thing when you're fasting it's the same thing with communion mm-hmm. it's even like the same with christmas like what is yeah. your heart as you yeah. go into this um i think it's interesting because like 
not just in Lent or in the church, but if you mm-hmm. look in human history in general, we're like starving for tradition. Right. So, yeah. Which is I would bad. agree. Kind of a bold <laughs> statement, but it's like we as people are naturally more comforted when we know what's happening and yeah. what to expect and like what to keep doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, God is an orderly God. And so I feel like we are made in his image and we crave right. that orderliness. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, and yeah. And we'll find it somewhere yep. or another. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll get it done. Yeah. So... It's funny. I like read a book not too long ago about postmodern like traits and like how we've basically ended up as postmodernists. Mm-hmm. So it walks you through like pre-modern thought, modern thought, and then postmodern thought and talks about how all of them have contributed yeah. to like making this stigma of postmodernism. Mm. And a lot of it was fear that came from modernism where they were like, okay, if we just keep doing these things for long enough, like they'll obviously improve. Like, you know, if we just stick with like this, like the status quo and keep doing like this and mm-hmm. do it the way we were taught to, like things will get better. And what modernist, um, postmodernists saw in that was things aren't getting better. Yeah. Like things mm-hmm. have hit a peak and mm-hmm. we're not like nothing is better. And so there is like a serious abandonment of tradition because we're afraid that like it's done all it can for us. Yeah. And, I don't know. I feel like I'm definitely of the opposite mind of thought where I'm like longing to like have structure. Same. Like I love my church and I love having the freedom to like observe like different seasons the way I want to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But there's definitely like personally for me and my personal time, I don't think my church has to do it at all. But I think that in my personal time, I need that structure of like okay, this is what I should be reading. It's like it's like a Bible plan, exactly yeah. like you guys said, but one that like everybody, not like everybody, yeah. but like so many more people have observed and it's gone well for them, obviously, because it's yeah. stuck around so long. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, and I think we put structure to other things in our lives. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like we structure every single day. Like we mm-hmm. go to class or we go to work or whatever season of life you're in and you structure it with ways that you can keep track of stuff and like mm-hmm. keep on the right path. Like, me and Emma are about to graduate. And so mm-hmm. it's like to think about like, yeah, I do everything I can to make sure that I don't lose this. Like I'm about to graduate. You know yeah. what I mean? Send but help. It, <laughs> please. <laughs> but it's, just, it's almost the same thing of starting a Bible plan or having structure in mm-hmm. your own personal life. But I think that's the challenge here is that it's not just find a church that helps you observe Lent. It's <laughs> yeah. observe Lent in your own life. Yeah. Because you want the structure and you want to go deeper into that uh-huh. connection mm-hmm. and you want to observe those things. And yeah. that kind of frees you from the like worry of, am I just doing this because other people are doing this? Yeah. Right. Am yeah. I just doing this to be a part of like the culture that my church is creating? Mm-hmm. Like, which no doubt there are definitely people who do that. Yeah. And it's definitely, it reminds me of like all the times in the Bible when Jesus is like, you know, like when you're fasting or like praying for something, don't let other people see it. Yeah. Like keep yeah. it to yourself. Like don't eat one of like, it's just a totally personal thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's good. My church always does this thing where we fast at the beginning of the year every year. Oh, like oh yeah, same. Twenty-one days in January. I don't know why it's we twenty-one and not forty. Fast. <laughs> well, it's like it's just like pray and like decide what you should fast and like that mm-hmm. actually has been really hard for me because I don't necessarily feel like super convicted about anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I don't want to just pick something to pick something. Right. But I almost, I mean, in talking about this, is like maybe that's not a bad thing. Yeah. To pick something and just say, like, I am intentionally doing this mm-hmm. to further my relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, even though it's kind of weird. To- yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? And also low key, like, don't trust your feelings. So, That's so <laughs> true. Can- yeah, you can't really always trust that anyway. So, yeah. no, that's <laughs> you definitely feel true. convicted in that way. So, earlier this week, 
we put out on our personal social medias um, to give us questions and comments and concerns about Lent. So we got a really good response from someone who used to be a student here um, at ORU. And she said that she started to observe the church calendar in college more so after getting married because her fiance at the time was Anglican and still is. They're married now. And while we don't go to an Anglican church, we still observe loosely with lots of grace the seasons and holidays. We often read from the Book of Common Prayer, which is often associated with a liturgical practice, especially in the Anglican tradition. So a little bit about the Book of Common Prayer. So the Book of Common Prayer is... A, you say this word so eloquently. I don't know if I can do it. Liturgical. Beautiful. <laughs> Is that it? That was okay, wonderful. Great. Nailed it. A uh, book used by the Church of the Anglican Community. Um, it was made in 1549 and was prepared primarily, primarily by Thomas Cranmer, Cranmer, who became the Archbishop of Canterbury in 1533. It is a super old book. It's really old, yes. So, and there are different versions of it. It's very much like the Bible where there are different revisions and um, translations that you can read depending on the denomination that you're involved in or just depending on your age sometimes, mm-hmm. too, because there's lots of these and thys in the old one. <laughs> but um, it's really nice. And if you are like an English buff, like all three of us are, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you will appreciate, one, the parallel structure in it. And two, just the intentional word choice. Like, I have one open right now that is just, like, ridiculously... It's just amazing. From all blindness of heart, from pride, vainglory, and hypocrisy, from envy, hatred, and malice, and from all want of charity, good Lord, deliver us. From all inordinate and sinful affections, and from all the deceits of the world, the flesh, and the devil, good Lord, deliver us. From all the false doctrine, heresy, and schism, from hardness of heart and contempt of thy word and commandment, good Lord, deliver us. From lightning and tempest, from earthquake, fire, and flood, from plague, pestilence, and famine, good Lord, deliver us. And it just goes on, and it's just beautiful. Like, the language is just amazing. And so, in Lent, do Anglican communities read it? Or is that like a... Just a common thing so for they, them to do. They read it all the time, and there are different sections that they'll read, like every Sunday, depending on what the pastor is preaching on. But there is a straight up like Lent plan for so, the Common Prayer Book. Yes, and, and it's like, wow. and then there's like different um, sections of the Bible that it has set. So we all exchanged this Lent calendar earlier, and there are different sections of the Bible that it says on mm-hmm. the Lenten calendar. Link it's below like for those who are listening. It's like read this section of Jeremiah or read this section of Matthew, yeah. and like basically it's all of the scripture. It's literally like a Bible reading plan, like that is set up perfectly for Lent. Right. It's amazing. And, yeah, and I would challenge that. You know, I think someone here is there's a common prayer book that's like there's not another book of the bible da, 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 da. yeah it's yeah. not i don't think it's like that i think it's like you know when you read a devotional and at the end it's like pray this prayer yeah, it's like right. supplementary yeah. right and yes. it, it, yeah. it's just in a different way i think than mm-hmm. um, in modern thought we might be thinking about mm-hmm. okay well this has been the basement live from the basement it's still really hot down yeah it there. is oh man sweating up the storm <laughs> send <But>. help <laughs> send help tweet us at at ORU Oracle about anything that you want us to talk about next yeah um, comments concerns look at the links below for help on Lent and just you know stop drinking coffee for 40 days <laughs> stay, stay toasty my friends <laughs>